everyone. Welcome to Marriage Breakdown. It's Tammy Zach. And today we're talking about uh, the instructions. So what have we covered so far uh, in this series? We've looked at materials, which is the two of you, uh, how uh, research shows that adults attach in a relationship, and your hurts. What are the tender spots? So we bring those into a relationship. Those are the materials. And then last week we looked at how those get us caught in a pattern or cycle of behavior. So that was essentially looking at the diagram uh, of an argument and how we get going and how things get rolling uh, between uh, the two of you in an argument. And today we're looking at the instructions. So essentially in order to change the negative cycle, you got to understand it first. And so you got to look at the instructions and some of that is based on what we talked about last time. And I'll share some more information about how to figure out what cycle uh, you might be in. And one of the exercises I gave in last week, uh, last week's episode was for for you to be aware, right? What what is your typical uh, behavior? Do you uh, find yourself staying in it, pushing to resolve, not letting it go? Um, maybe always bringing stuff up, or do you feel yourself pull back, uh, maybe leave the room, uh, maybe just shut down, freeze, not want to rock the boat, those kind of things, want to end the conversation. Uh, so that was your exercise from last week. So now we're going to take all of that and <clears throat> look at the instructions and and one of the ways we'll look at those instructions is how do you do it, out, talk to each other, communicate to, with each other outside of the cycle, not necessarily argue. Things can get tense. You can have a disagreement, but how does it not blow up into a fight or an argument? The other thing I wanted to mention today before I get into what we're here to talk about is that I have changed our publication date. Uh, so you'll start to notice that <clears throat> new episodes come out on Wednesday. So last week's episode came out on Wednesday and that will be our publishing date going forward. So the instructions, um, <clears throat> the really good news about looking at your cycle and then how to figure out a different way is that you create the cycle together. And so the good news is if you create it together, you can stop it together. And so you can start to team up together to stop it. Instead of right now, it might feel like you guys are opposed. Well, if you would just stop, well, if you would just stop, well, you need to do it this way. Well, you need to do it that way. Right, It could feel like that very much in your relationship. But the minute you can recognize, oh, we're doing this together, we both 
bring our materials to the situation um, and that we're actually developing this together. So guess what? That means we can stop it together. And again, the first step is to really understand which position, what, what strategy do you choose when you're in the fear response, fight, flight, or freeze. And really starting to be aware of that helps cue you or make you aware that here we are in our cycle, right? Here we are, we're doing it right now because I'm pushing for an answer. I won't let it go, right? So really owning what you do in the cycle um, and letting the other person also do that. Now I want to shut down. Now I want to leave the room. Oh, here we are. And so the key to doing it different is if you know you're in the cycle, it's about calling it out so you can work together to stop it. So, uh, you know, just saying, hey, I think we're doing that thing we do, right? And you can name it. Some couples do that, but you can call it the cycle, the argument, the dance, right? right. So just noticing it and, and calling it out, right? Because sometimes that allows you to kind of snap out of that normal pattern, that normal behavior. And then right? Showing up differently. So it's not just about noticing it, but now how do you show up different or how do you do it different? Well, one of the ways is to talk about the tender spot. And so if you can mention, hey, I think we're in that cycle, that dance we do, that may pull you out of this fight, flight, or freeze response. And that could be a really good thing. And when you're in an argument, because when you're in fight, flight, or freeze, your prefrontal goes off because, right, that's a survival response. So we need all of our energy going into survival. And we need to respond fast because our prefrontal, it takes a while to mull stuff over. It analyzes it. It looks at all the angles, right? Uh, And we don't have that much time if we're trying to survive. So evolution's taking care of us by just, you know, shutting that prefrontal off, move all energy um, down into the more primitive parts of our brain so that we can just move or fight or lay down and play dead quickly, boom, to save our lives. And, and it's fast and we're not aware that prefrontal shuts off. And so just calling it out or, or moving into a mindful state can start to move you out of the fear response and turn your prefrontal back on. And now you have access to a lot more resources. And you can even ask if, if you want to try this. You can even ask for a few minutes and maybe take some stock of a tender spot that might have been hit for you. Because remember, tender spots are sometimes known to your partner and sometimes not. 
or maybe they don't know how tender they are. Maybe they know they can push your buttons, but they don't really understand how tender that spot might be for you. And so if we look at, uh, if we look at what I talked about goes on, uh, in my my own personal relationship, uh, the difference being that if we call out the the cycle, and I say, "Oh, look, here's where I really don't want to let it go," I'm 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 actually getting really anxious, and I really want to feel connected with you again. And I have a lot of anxiety thinking that we're upset at each other. And I, and I can feel myself really pushing for a resolution because I have a lot of anxiety right now and I feel really uncomfortable. So see, I'm just describing my experience, talking a little bit about something tender inside of me, right? And, and I have access to that because I noticed I was mindful and now, potentially, uh, my partner is now able to, to kind of maybe understand his experience. Yeah, now that you mention it, I can't tell we're in the dance because, right, I just want to move away from you. I don't, I don't want to talk about this anymore, and I'm feeling anxious about even talking about it because it's getting so intense between us. I feel... Like we're getting really upset and I'd rather talk about this at a time we're not so upset so I can feel myself wanting to move away because I'm really uncomfortable about us being upset with each other, right? And so now he's talked about a tender spot for him that's causing him upset and now maybe we can figure out like whatever led to this, maybe now we're calmer, prefrontal's on. Maybe now it, it, we could talk about whatever brought up the argument, how to properly load the dishwasher, whatever got us in the dance. Now maybe we have more resources to talk about our disagreement and not have it um, explode into an argument. And so... Um, so one of the ways, right, that if you get access to prefrontal, right, one of the ways that you can also kind of be able to stop the cycle or do it differently is to validate whatever par- whatever feelings your partner's sharing, right? And so in the situation I just described where I said, Hey, I've really got a lot of anxiety. I'm, I really feel uncomfortable when we get so upset with each other. Right? Then my partner could potentially say, Yeah, I'm hearing that it makes you really uncomfortable when we argue. A lot of times I think that this is a step we all miss because it feels like validating your partner is somehow in agreement with them. So if you say, hey, I feel, I hear that, that I, that you feel really hurt by what I just said, right? Instead, you might say, I didn't mean to hurt you. That was not my intent. Why do you think I'm such a bad person? Right? So there's an initial kind of reaction 
uh, to hearing that you might have hurt your partner, right? Where instead, if you were to just validate, you're not agreeing, you're not saying to your partner, yeah, of course, I was a real jerk. That's not what you're saying. You're just offering them some validation and letting them know you heard them. Hey, I hear that uh, when I said that, that was hurtful to you. I hear that you, I hear you sharing that with me, whatever way you want to put it. And um, because really understanding that you both get your own feelings is one real way to do it different than the dance, than the cycle you might be getting into. Because a lot of times, right, when you're in an argument, what ends up happening is that you both end up telling each other, right, why they, why you've got it wrong and, and here, listen to why I'm okay. Right. And the minute you just tell someone else they've got it wrong, they're not hearing you anymore. They're now preparing their defense for when they get a chance to talk to tell you how wrong you are. (laughs) And then they're doing that. And then you're preparing your defense, right? So here we go back and forth. You can allow your partner to have their own feelings, right? You're a whole person. They're a whole person. We all have our own feelings. We come with our materials. So, of course, we're going to, right, see the world a bit differently. So, again, validating is not agreeing. So, what are the two things I'm suggesting that you do to do it differently? Or actually, there's three to do it differently when you... Notice you're in the cycle, right? Uh, So first of all, just calling it out. Hey, I think we're in the cycle, the dance, whatever. Secondly, tell each other, share what you noticed about uh, what you were feeling, what led to the upset. Share a little bit about what happens for you in the cycle. And thirdly, if you can if you have access to it validate the other person validate their experience let them know you heard them so that they're more likely to listen to you stephen covey has a great quote around this and it's um first seek to understand then be understood and if you really sit with that for a minute i think it really resonates that that's how that feels good to us personally, that that would feel good to to me and allow me to actually hear and listen to my partner if my partner were to give that to me. One of you got to be the first to start this. Okay. Uh, And then lastly, I just want to point out when I described the situation and how my husband and I would get caught in the cycle and kind of some of our tender spots in that place. Did you notice that we both mentioned being really anxious about being upset with each other? So what happens, right? Sometimes the cycle when you're in it, both of you actually end up feeling the same. So he and I don't like the anxiety that we both feel when we're in the cycle. And then we start, right, responding with this fear response. So the cycle can often send you to feeling exactly the same, but you're alone in it. Where if you actually share it, then 
right? You're not so alone and feeling isolated and disconnected from each other. So that's another really good thing to build on. So today's exercise is really for you to try it. Call out the cycle you get caught in and see what happens, right? We, we talked last week about you just noticing what, what you tend to do. And this week we're adding that you, when you notice what you tend to do, that you actually call out, I think we might be in the cycle. You know, just check and, and with your partner and see if that's where you're at. And then from there, if you can open up a little bit about the tenderness, then try it. Uh, but our next series will help you with some of that. Uh, we're going to be talking about how the best relationships are people growing machines and relationships can be a real great source of personal growth. Uh, if you kind of know how to navigate that and, and what that means, what does that look like? What would a, a relationship that allowed really healthy personal growth even look like? Because a lot of us see the in love moment when we look at, you know, uh, we watch movies, TV, uh, books, um, you know, a lot of that in love piece is really idealized, but the day-to-day relationship moves away with from that what I think you get that period of time for up to two years if you're lucky and then real life hits and there's personal growth that happens and so we're going to talk about that and keep in mind that this next series could help you access some of the things you need to access to sidestep the negative cycle to see it to own your piece of it to be able to talk for your tender spots. So we'll work on that a bit more in the next series. So again, thanks for joining and and learning about uh, what an argument is made of and looking at how it's diagrammed or sketched out and then looking at some ways to avoid it or sidestep it. Talk to you all next time.